It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking in the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up. Okay, turn on the football. It's so goddamn hard about how long to do. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stag Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaires. This is it. This is our last show in July. Welcome to all the serious fantasy heads, potential fantasy millionaires. Next week is about when all the normal people will start glancing at fantasy data. So to everyone here tonight. I tip my cap. We tip our caps. Let's dig in. But before all that, racks of stacks, bust a bust of the mic on Max. I got to say, that was dope. I love your intros, man. They always get me hyped for this show. I'm so excited, man. I'm with my best friend. It is a Monday night, which means it's the Fantasy Millionaires. We're a little late in starting. My dog needed some love, needed some attention, had to go take her out real quick, give her some food. Uh, you know, so you got to do what you got to do. But I'm super excited to be here. Uh, fantasy football season is in high effing gear. If you haven't been paying attention, we're all in it to win it here at the Fantasy Millionaires. And there's been so much information coming down the last week that just fell right after we went off the air last week. Like the, the second we went off the air, I was just like, Domino, 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 domino. So I'm really excited that we get to chop it up tonight. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot going on in the NFL. But before we get to that, I got to ask you, how are you doing, man? How was your last week since we talked last? Uh, Doing good, man. I I was just thinking about this as we were starting the show. Uh, I don't know. One next week might be our one year anniversary of of the Fantasy Millionaires. Uh, We started at the beginning of August last year. So um pretty cool to be sitting here a year later doing what we do and gearing up for this fantasy season and yeah to be totally honest with you i wouldn't be sitting here pouring over the data this early if i wasn't doing this podcast so the people who are paying attention at this point is definitely an advantage and i'm glad to be counted amongst the brethren of people who care and are gearing up in July. So this is it. July's over. So I'm I'm excited, man. Like it's like today was getting ready for the BFF's draft at Mike Cash Collins' house. It's going to turn into Draft Central, uh, kicking the whole family out. I love that. Yep doing doing uh major food and uh like a chef coming somebody who's like a uh, i i used to work with him at a pizza place about 20 years ago this dude can cook mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah no and uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna bro down pretty hardcore uh august 28th so i am i am so jazzed and uh man I am I am rolling into the 2021 season with just so much excitement and knowledge and anticipation um and just thinking about you know 
the weather cooling down in September and sitting on my couch and just hearing, you know, you are looking live. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. For the next eight hours or something like that. Eight hours of commercial free football begins now. 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 Yo, man. Wait. I got a boner thinking about Scott. I, I think I, I need. To, I think I'm going to be in trouble because you know Scott Hansen also. Uh, if you don't ever watch to catch a predator, catches dudes with boners. Different Scott Hansen, of course, but I mean, still, it's it's kind of eerie. So I, I'm super excited about that. But speaking of the NFL and what's been kicking off lately, we have we have a barrage of news to kind of cover before we jump into what we're going to do. And if you don't know, if you haven't been with us, if this is kind of your first show, awesome. Thanks for checking us out. We're going to be breaking down uh, the rounds as you kind of go. The ADP, the players in rounds one, two, three, uh, will be have broken down by the end of today. We did rounds one and two the last two weeks. Three will be today. But before we jump into that, we're going to talk about all the breaking news in the NFL because holy crap, the NFL has been breaking, and we're going to start with with the first story, the best story, the the number one story uh, of of the week for me and for a lot of fantasy football managers, and that is that Aaron Rodgers, uh, lo and behold, the sunset has not come for him. He is going to report to camp. Uh, Now, there are some conditions. There's some things that are going on, uh, but, but when we got to this point last week, we were not thinking that Aaron Rodgers was going to be going to camp. There, it, my friend Bo big time. God bless his soul. Love that guy. He even victory lapped on chalk blocked uh, that, that Aaron Rodgers was retiring and all the sports books were pulling it. And I mean, we all thought it was a kind of a foregone conclusion. And, and then all of a sudden today we get the news that, that he is going to be reporting to camp uh, that, that the exit strategy is in the works. So I just want to get your initial reaction. How did that news hit you? Uh, and that kind of, where were you? What were you thinking? Were you like, oh shit, did you think it was another Barry McCorkle or whatever? Like I was you- here. You want to know where I was? I was here 10 seconds ago. I didn't know that. <laughs> what? I did what? not know. I did not know that. No, I did not know that. Coming back next year. Are you serious? You just, I out didn't know that, that. I, bro. Okay. I've had a busy day. I did not oh, know my. that. I am blown away. It doesn't make sense to me. I, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't believe, believe I can't believe. So, so you're going to have to fill me in here because he, he reportedly had already turned down a deal for mm-hmm. five years. That would have made him the highest paid quarterback in the league. Uh, and then I, I thought I thought you told me we were going to talk about a couple things NFL rumors related. I thought it was the the Adam Schefter tweet that came out that said Aaron Rodgers is going to retire because that was like three days ago. That's what I thought you were going to tell me. I did not know Aaron Rodgers was returning to camp. Oh man, this is this is uh, great. I I love this. So let, let, this is from ESPN right now. I just pulled up the article. Our boy Adam Schefter is here, uh, and so you know, right from the horse's mouth. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll give it a read over here. It says to ensure the return of the reigning NFL MVP quarterback, the Packers are now offering concessions to try to persuade Aaron Rodgers to return to Green Bay for at least one more season per league sources. Over the past weekend, the two sides were able to reach mutually agreed upon terms that are close to persuading Rodgers to abandon plans he had of skipping training camp and instead a return for it. So it's not all the way done yet. There are some, uh, you know, some things they're trying to finalize, but here are some of the, the kind of the stipulations of this agreement. One, the agreement in principle would include an approximation of the following conditions the two sides are finalizing. Uh, the 2023 year in Rogers contract as the last one on the current deal would be voided and no tags allowed in the future. That's a big deal. No franchise tags, uh-huh. 
Nothing could be slapped on him to keep him there. Uh, the Packers would agree to review Rodgers' situation at the end of this season, but pretty much it looks like he's out the door at the end. Uh, and then his contract will be adjusted with no loss of income to give the Packers some more cap room now with the, the idea of trying to sign uh, Devontae Adams. But I'm concerned if Devontae Adams knows that Rodgers is leaving if he wants to sign a long-term deal. So we'll see how that turns out. So basically, it seems like Aaron Rodgers is going to get some freedom, some anonymity, Go um, back down. I want to see that part again. So he's doing a, it's a one-year deal, basically. Uh, yep. mm -hmm. One-year deal that he can get out of that, that ends at the end of this season. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, I, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. We'll have to see. Dude. Yeah. I am so excited. Oh that my makes God. me so freaking happy. I mean, we've talked about this a bunch on the show. We talk about this. When we're not on the show, this right. whole thing has bothered me so much because the best team, the best chance that Aaron Rodgers has to win another Super Bowl is the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. And time. yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad, glad a Rodge is finally starting to agree with me, dude. I mean, um, so he would sign a contract and then i guess this is it's just interesting we'll have to see how it plays out but well uh, you know i gotta say ian hart it's from pff had some of the details so i'm gonna blow this up here uh give you a little thing here he said per sources and rogers will return to the packers under five conditions trade for randall cobb trade for jake kumaro uh bring greg jennings down driver and Tori nelson out of retirement jordan <laughs> <Lund> <laughs> not allowed at practice and Atler can't shave his beard so i mean listen they're close. Awesome. They're close. By the way, I do love Ian Harditz. And shout out Ian Harditz. He got me today. You know, I don't really fall for things normally. Uh, he didn't get me here. Um, but my man Ian did get me. Uh, he got me with, with this. I mean, this is a ridiculous deal right now. PFF is 40 freaking percent off. I don't get paid by PFF. I just signed up for him today. Yeah, that's what's up. I signed up for it. I got a little present for you and Bo. We got a, a, a PFF subscription this year elite subscription we didn't get no bogus subscription we got the best so uh please do go uh ian you got me i saw that i don't normally jump into to subs but that deal was too good to pass up so uh you know ian well done sir and pff they are the the place to be when it comes to data uh and so i'm gonna be grabbing that for 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 for, for this year for us and we're gonna be messing around and, and having some fun so mm -hmm. yeah, i just want to share that and then also that hilarious funny tweet as well uh you know he gets a little run on here but this is this is what's happening um, and uh, I, yeah, I'm glad we're getting a live react here. What, what, what do you think this means for the Packers uh, and for Rodgers and this season? Well, keep keep uh, keep Devontae Adams where he's being drafted. Keep Aaron Jones where he's being drafted. Um, Aaron Rodgers was the best fantasy quarterback last year. Uh, man, I again, I'm just completely. Uh, flabbergasted like i'm uh, this news is it's awesome it it is really really awesome uh I, I i i this whole thing i mean when when was that when was it it was like three days ago or four days ago when he said he was going to retire like yeah. we were hanging out when so did this just happen when today uh the news was breaking today Yes, very much today. I thought that's why I mentioned Aaron Rodgers on the show earlier today when we were talking. I thought you had caught wind of the news. <laughs> no. no. I had no idea. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I, honestly, 
Um, I, 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 I was very much on the train that Aaron Rodgers is not coming back to the Packers. So, uh, Cash is going to have to readjust his whole perspective on the NFL because that is a dangerous team with yeah. Aaron Rodgers. It I mean, the first round, it changes the second round. Uh, we, we, we were talking about Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones with stipulations with, with, uh, you know, if, if now it looks like it's more like when, and so those fortifications are back. Aaron Rodgers is strong to quite strong in that MVP role, 40 plus touchdown potential. And that's what we're chasing. We're chasing upside. So yeah, it does. It resets the whole thing. Uh, so we'll talk about round three this week or yeah, as, as we're going to do, but we're also, you know, kind of, we can go back in the next couple of weeks and kind of touch on the Aaron Rodgers impact on the first couple rounds as well. So I, you know, I, I and, and by the way, Kevin, shout out, uh, you know, uh, he, he just shared, uh, James Jones quitting NFL Network, jumping back in the game for one more round. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Kevin, uh, you know, you and I both with the Aaron Rodgers shares in the best ball, uh, I was just scooping Aaron Rodgers up as he's been plummeting into the you know 10th, 11th, 12th rounds and just, mm, ah, it just it feels so good. Uh, I don't want to get too tough on Bo now because I got something special planned for him later. He knows about it, but Mike, you don't know about it. So it's part of my three tweets, uh, but okay. there, there will be, let's just say this, There'll be some comeuppance because uh, Bo's uh, victory lap that he did last uh, week was not, uh, you know, uh, unnoticed by the person he victory lapped on during the show he was on with him. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, I, I forgive, but I don't forget. So uh, we got a little special thing coming for Bo later. Love you, Bo. Uh, love you. Yeah, Bo's my man. You know, he's my guy. But, you know, I got to give it to him sometimes. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I'm glad that you're excited. Bo's excited. So yeah, we excited. all, all want to see him play. Aaron Rodgers is the effing man, dude. He is my number one crush in the NFL. So today was like a Christmas day for me, and I was so excited to share it with you. So we're getting a great live react. I'm excited. I think if they'd have gone for it on fourth down last year, Aaron Rodgers would have two Super Bowl rings right now. I agree 100%. I can't believe that happened. By the way, we watched that game together, and as soon as they didn't get it on third down, I, I just started yelling, no, don't you get no. And then they freaking kicked it. So, I mean, we were just in unison. That was like the kind of move that makes you believe like in QAnon type stuff. <laughs> like, like, like what, who's running? Who Who's calling the shots here? Like, what are you? This doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. Yeah. How does this happen? Matt LaFleur was scared of success, so he decided to kick a field goal. You know, that's the only thing I can think about because the guy was the most prolific, the most prolific out of any coach during the regular season, like 44% or something going for it on for it, just some ridiculous number. And you're like, wow, that's, that's the guy. This is who you want in this situation. And you have the best quarterback in the game with the best receiver, a good tight end, a really good tight end for that mismatch. So many things in your favor and you flip in, decided to kick a field goal. I you know what that. And me? he's clutch too. Like this was, oh. this was a moment. You don't take that moment away from Aaron Rodgers. Like right. this is this is a historical moment in his career yes. that you deleted. Like, yeah. like let let the record speak for itself. You know, give the person the opportunity to to go down in flames or to become the great hero. And you yeah. took that out of his hands. And it's just and it was just stupid strategy. It didn't make any sense. So I, I, I again, man. Um, their, their offense, their defense, uh, 
I'm I'm just really really excited to see Aaron Rodgers go back to that that team. They 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 got a cornerback for in the first round, Eric Stokes. Um they're gonna be they're gonna be problems like uh yeah they're gonna be a, they're gonna be i don't know i i think i'm i'm putting green bay a, a, as my front runner for the nfc yeah, yeah. I, i'm with you on that right now just because of, of the potential but i mean he's not officially officially back but right you know when, when he does get officially officially back then uh then that's that's what it'll be so mm-hmm. uh yeah. Okay. On the other hand, uh, we we have kind of the the you know the other quarterback we've been talking about all season, uh, our guy Deshaun Watson, and uh, some some news is breaking that Deshaun Watson is going to camp. You know, we didn't really think that was going to happen. I think the kind of consensus was the NFL is going to maybe put him on the exempt list. Um, so where where are you right now with Deshaun Watson? You know, he's still seeking a trade. They, they came out today that they want five kind of high value picks and a player too, and kind of you know uh, in their in their overvaluation of, of of their leverage, I guess, or their their bargaining position here with a quarterback who does never want to play for them again. Uh, what what do you think happens with Deshaun Watson? Uh, I'll also tell you this breaking news um, because you know it's important to, to break the news. Uh, uh, it says lo- two, this is from ESPN too. I'll, I'll share this so you can see my source code here. Since uh, I don't want you to think I'm just making stuff up, since it's pretty big news, you know the the the, the Aaron Rodgers news and this. It says two women with new allegations among ten to file police complaints against Deshaun Watson. So this isn't going away, uh, even though he's reporting to camp. Uh, with that in tow, what do you think kind of plays out here for the Texans and for Deshaun? Uh, so, I mean, they're shopping him. Um, they've already, they've already set up their season to be Deshaunless. So I, I I think, uh, I think they're going to be Deshaunless. Um, it just, what kind of value are they going to get for him? Um, I, I, I have no idea. I mean, what, what's the current? offer that they're demanding that you said oh they, you know it's just a little something something you know what i mean it, it's just uh five high value picks and a player to be named you know what i mean like it's not that big of a deal it's not everything you know um it's kind of high though it's a little high honestly high value picks huh so yeah. what they want like they first want like three rounds first three rounds you're probably they're your highest value picks maybe maybe only top two uh, like a first uh two twos and two threes something like that yeah maybe something like that maybe two first player and a player yeah i mean it's it's a it's a gross overestimation of what they can get for for him right now understanding that there's not a lot of i mean there's some teams that need quarterbacks there's not a lot of of leverage that they have he doesn't want to play for them i know they're set up to to fail but i mean do you want to fail or do you want to be able to try to recoup as much as you can uh, i think you have to be realistic at some point that you just need to move on from him and maybe to move it down to four high value picks i don't know and, and here's another weird thing like why is he going to training camp it, 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 it i mean he's got, a, he's got a contract stipulation he goes i mean you don't want i know to- i know but he's already demanding the trade so isn't the move is it is he going to training camp because he's you know he's he's going to he's trying to be a good good nfl citizen now you know because of all this other stuff working on change from within mike he's trying to be uh-huh. part of the solution instead of pulling out he's pulling he's pushing in you know <laughs> pulling out okay um 
That was yeah. not that was not intended, by the way. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that bad, bad uh, it, it, on my part. No, I'm saying instead of tucking in, I should say. Yeah, you know, instead yeah. Of, yeah. Instead of if you're going the other way, he's tucking in. He's saying, "Oh, nothing happened. Look, I'm here. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to be here." But you know, uh, he's not going to be there. I, I don't think they're going to be playing him. I think you they- don't want to say Deshaun Watson is pulling out. That's you got no. have to. You're going to have to yeah. say it differently. Pulling away now. from the team. Yeah, ostracizing himself, <laughs> staying away from the team. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, you know. Deshaun was- Watson is pulling out. Uh-oh. Out. Uh-oh. Well, Uh-oh. you know. I mean, An yeah. 11th woman has come forward. What's happened? Yeah, a lot has come forward. I mean, this is the thing. This been, there was 18 women before. I, I just can't see the the uh, the McNairs down there. I think it's one of those things that where they don't see him as someone that they can market anymore. Mm-hmm. Lost mm-hmm. his marketability in, in their market and the way that they've handled it. Um, you know, they've kind of treated him as if he was guilty all along by kind of removing him as the face of the franchise, which I understand if he is guilty, you don't want to, to be little these ladies and these women who have had experiences. Uh, and if he's not though, you know, you, you, uh, you have lost the, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So, I mean, it's a lose lose for the Texans really in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was already demanding a trade before all this stuff happened. So he didn't want to be part of that organization and he hasn't, uh, you know, nothing's changed except for the fact that he's reporting to training camp. So it's right. weird. It is it's weird. weird. It's weird. Um, yeah, but, yeah, I, I'm. I'm still uh, in in best ball. I I, I might get a, a few uh, shares of him at the end, you know, as we like to do. But he's not moving up my ranks. I don't think he plays uh, this season. That's my prediction. Uh, at least not for the Texans. If they can work out a deal, uh, and you know, as as Kevin said, get some people bidding against each other, um, that would be interesting. And there are some teams with some firsts. But uh, I know Denver needs a quarterback pretty drastically right now. Um, and I'm I'm going to say that the Eagles still need a quarterback as well. So I'm just going to put this really, in. yeah. Everyone's saying that he that's his his most likely landing spot. You don't think Jalen Hurts is just straight beast? Um, I don't think he's accurate. I don't think he's ever been that accurate. I don't think that's that's his game, you know. And so uh, I think Deshaun Watson is is better than. I'm not it. saying Deshaun Watson's not better. I'm just saying wow. I wouldn't if I don't understand the Eagles want like spending all that value. Uh, I w- that all I'm saying is if I was a GM, I wouldn't. I, I would, I wouldn't, I would get Deshaun Watson over Jalen Hurts, but I wouldn't give up a bunch to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes you got to, you know, spend money to make money. And now uh, on the Broncos, I would do whatever it took because you yeah. could literally win a Super Bowl. Yeah. The Broncos should do whatever it takes. So yeah. I, I agree with you. Um, but hopefully this gets uh, sorted out and uh, we know a little closer to training camp, what's going to happen. So we'll, we'll check back in uh, two things we need to touch on also as well in the NFL news that happened since our show. So if you're kind of like Mike, uh, not paying attention to news, uh, Cam Akers out for the season with mm-hmm. a ruptured Achilles, terrible, terrible. So sad to see it. Uh, and then Michael Thomas had surgery in the off season. <laughs> no one told us we know now he's going to miss the beginning of the season and maybe a little bit more. So two of, of the stars, uh, you know, I mean, Michael Thomas, best receiver ever last, you know, before last year, ready to be anointed mm-hmm. the greatest. So uh, the, these are NFL stars and uh, they're both blows to teams. Uh, I know I've got Michael Thomas and Scott Fish and I had Aaron Rodgers. I still do have him in Scott Fish, but before it was a dark day for me today, I even tweeted out 
a picture of Gary Busey. You know, Gary Busey looks just terrible. And I just said, you know, Deshaun, or I said, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Michael Thomas managers today, you know, and uh, I got a little reprieve, which Bo, you know, he, he knew was happening. So, uh, you know, pour some out for Michael Thomas and also for Cam Akers. Hope they both recover well, speedy recoveries. I think in Cam's uh, case, a bigger potential breakout. Michael Thomas already broken out. Uh, so disappointing to see, but hopefully he can recover. And uh, it's hard to get past those Achilles, man. Those are tricky. So um, he's a young buck, and I hope him the best as he gets uh, on the path to recovery. So Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. just- you hate to see it. You really do. Whenever, yeah, yeah, in- yeah. Kevin Kevin Durant did it, so yeah. maybe it's possible. But I mean, this is the NFL, not the NBA. And everyone I know who's gotten an Achilles, it's like I've never been the same. So we'll yeah. see. That's discouraging, to be honest with you. Never yeah. been the same. You know. I know. I know. I know. That's- but I, you know, we'll see. The medicine keeps getting better, but. That is why we now have to turn our attention to Darren Waller because oh. we had not discussed him. And because of this Cam Akers situation, uh, Darren Waller has moved up the ranks to the 24th position. So we're going to try and run through 24 through 36 uh, Fantasy Pros ADP and give you our, our yay or nay or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think Waller is a great place to start because uh, he came out of nowhere last year, you know, from from his struggle with drugs, uh, you know, that's been well documented, his recovery you know, from being on the, the Ravens when he initially got drafted to being the second best tight end in the league last year. Pretty obviously, there's no one else better than him besides Travis Kelsey. Uh, and we're seeing his highlights now. He's a wide receiver. He's just a jacked up wide receiver. It's what he is. You know, he's not no offense to tight ends, but that man's not a tight end. He's bigger, stronger, faster uh, than tight ends. You know, he's just athletic. He's a freak. Uh, I think Darren Waller is um, what you're looking for in, in high upside volume. He's the wide receiver one on their team. I love him. So I, I don't know how you feel about Waller this year, but I, I'd love to, to to chop it up with you a bit here. You know, so so Stacks had Waller in the fifth round last year, and Cash had him in the sixth round. That was where we ranked them. Not too um, bad. Not too bad. That's actually good for a mid round tight end. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, tenth or something. You know, but now now he is at the turn of a twelve man league. He is he is the, your first pick ADP in the third round and the, you know this is what's interesting you know what we do as fantasy players is you know the strategy of filling um you know filling a roster whether you have three wide receivers or um you know two two flexes uh Travis Kelsey last year was going in the second round and he is Travis Kelsey. So I think his, his value, I, I, this is, this is one where I, you know, I don't feel strongly either way. I think, you know, I wouldn't say don't do it. You know what I mean? It, it, it kind of depends on what your strategy is because having, um, there's, there's George Kittle is in the conversation. Um, if he stays healthy, uh, but it's having a tight end that functions as a wide receiver is ridiculous. And, yeah. um, you know, Kyle Pitts, 
how how this first season goes i mean he's going to be probably in the second round third round next year you know what i mean it's it's right, gonna right. because the value that you get you know well, versus your opponent at that position is so extreme it's the only position that's really like that so yes, yes. and you, now you have another player who can do that uh, which is good, and so you know you 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 need that in there. You need to be able to find somebody else. Um, so next on the board, by the way, I, I I'm going to talk more about Waller. Uh, you know later in in as we get closer to the season for sure. Is is he's somebody who I think has uh, not league winning potential, but I think he'll be on a lot of league winners. Put it that way. So uh, league winning potential normally is is like a James Robinson or like a Christian McCaffrey or something like that. So um, you know a player who just outperforms their ADP to such a huge degree. Um, but We'll see. Uh, here we have uh, CEH, who last year was being drafted in the first round. Ridiculous hype, ridiculous ADP. Uh, I did not bite on the hype. Sorry, Davis Maddock. Didn't listen to you on that one. Uh, did not get him at all. My man Richard in, in our league uh, at my school, uh, he got him at, at six. Uh, so that was that sucked for him. Uh, he didn't win. Uh, but this year, he is at the beginning of the third round. Uh, people are talking about him as a potential RB1 this year with a lot of value. He gets four more touchdowns. He's in that RB2, you know, beginning of the RB1 conversation. Where are you on CEH? You buying him or you selling him? Uh, yeah, no, I'm fine. This is the, it's the same. I have the same feeling as, as Waller. He's, it, it's appropriate. appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. It's just appropriate. I'm not, it's not, you know, clap it up or, you know, thumbs down. Um, I, what I think about when, I think about him is just how much it bothers me last year that I let the fantasy community believe him up. Yeah. Yeah. Bully me into a position where I, I had him at early in the second round, you know, just to fit in, you know, this right. is where he should be. This is where he should be. And I think, I think if he's around here, I'll grab him. Yeah. I think he's a formidable RB two that has, mm -hmm. week, and from week to week, he has RB1 upside. And listen, mm -hmm. when I won my five grand last year, this homeboy almost got me 10. So, I mean, mm -hmm. he didn't do great, but, you know, I, I think he does have potential. And uh, I like him. He's not mm -hmm. one of my favorites. I like the yeah. offense a lot better. I like the quarterback right. a lot better. Uh, he's a, he's a, you just want shares of the Chiefs, man. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. No, that's just, that's what it is. You want shares. So I'm okay with the shares there. Um, all right. After our man CEH, you know, we, we have, uh, our boy George Kittle. This, this is guy, your homeboy. I love George Kittle. I, I I love him too. He's actually one of my favorite players in the NFL. Yeah, I love George Kittle, and I mean, and I totally boo this. I'm I'm stacks and cash are are going to struggle to to meet in the middle on this. Yeah, I you can't you can't say someone's injury prone, right? Well, what if? <laughs> What if someone has only has been in the league four years and has only had one healthy year in four years? Can you say that person's injury prone? I mean, the injury prone people are going to come after you. You know that, like they're going to they come after you big time. You're going to get canceled. You can't say cash anything. Is scared. Look at cash getting injured. all scared. No one's injury prone, man. It's just dumb. Luck. No one's injury prone, no especially injury someone prone. who's only had uh, one no. healthy season. Twenty-five percent of his career has been healthy. Every season's a small sample size. You put them together, it's so small. It doesn't matter because it's an individual. Look, you, know I mean? you you go at people and say they're injury prone. Like you've got your people. You know, I think you have um, Mixon's in there. Yeah, Mixon. I think you're lower on Saquon than I am. And I understand it. And and this is 
this is what I see in George Kill. This is why he's one of my favorite players in the NFL. That dude is, I mean, if they were going to make, you know, the football out of people's DNA, you know, and they're going to weave that into the pigskin, take some George Kittle because that guy is Ble- all, he's all heart, dude, that guy. And that's why he always gets injured because he's just too much heart. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm, I'm going to say this. I, I love George Kittle as a man. I think he might be my second favorite player after Aaron Rodgers. Just, I mean, that guy gets me I so excited for football. Like, he he's me like, too. I want him to be my football pastor. You know, me like, I, I wake up and I'm, like, tired after a bad game or a bad DFS. And he's just like, morning. I love you. I hope you're doing good from George Kittle. I'd be like, oh, it's back. Mm-hmm. I love football again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm going to say this. I do agree with you. And. In my rankings, I have Kyle Pitts and TJ Hawkinson ahead of Kittle this year. So um, I'm, here's I'm the thing. If, he's, if he plays a full season, he could be the number one tight end. So yeah. that's, that's you know, like when he's in your lineup, get ready for juicy fantasy tight end points. Yeah, so I'm just I'll- looking at his career so far and what I've seen. And the guy is one of those kind of guys that just... Maybe this year he stops going for that extra inch. It's like it's like he's listening to Al Pacino's any given Sunday speech like on a loop the entire time. We fight for that inch. Like, come on, man, just go down. Go down, save your knees, save your arms, save your legs. Don't get a concussion. Right. Just, don't get a concussion. Don't fight for that extra inch. Just no. stay in the game. Play all 16 games. When you play Dude, when he played all 16 games in 2018, he had almost 1,400 yards. Like, it's a Travis Kelsey-type season. Well, here's here's the thing about this, though, and this is my concern, is I don't know if Trey Lance is going to support Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. I I have a problem with this. And so I don't know. you're, You're buying up the Kittle in the third round. You know, Ayuk is in the fifth, Debo in like the seventh. So, uh, you know, th- there is value there, but I don't think a rookie quarterback is going to come in. Uh, a rookie quarterback who is going to also take off with the ball a lot. I don't know if he is going to be able to sustain uh, a tight end three, and that's kind of where he's being drafted at, and, uh, you know, a wide receiver two, and then maybe a wide receiver four. I just don't know if that's in the cards this year. And I don't know when he comes in. I don't know if it's it's a couple games in, if it's the start yeah. of the it's just, it's an offense in flux. So for a couple reasons, uh, I'm I'm fading him now. Here's the deal: uh, I'm fading him as ADP. I have him, you know, ranked uh, Kittle ranked below TJ Hawkinson. Both says ill advised. He's against it. Well, it's not like it's going to be a whole round or so. It's they're going to be you know right up against each other, back to back picks, and because that's what normally happens in drafts. Once somebody gets a tight end, someone goes, "Oh, I freaking need a tight end." And and if there's a good one, you know, like George Kittle on the board, then somebody's going to get it. So for me, I'm going to take Kyle Pitts in our draft probably, and then someone's going to go shoot ah, George Kittle. You know, if he hasn't been taken already. So uh, I, I do like George, but I think you're right. Uh, I want this dude to hang out with, to be at the bachelor party, to party with, to love football. But at the end of the day, I don't think I'm gonna have too many shares at his current price. He just he's just too expensive, you know. Yeah. So, okay. Well, speaking of TJ Hawkinson's teammate, the oh. next person we have is uh Swifty Swift, DeAndre Swifty Swift. Oh and I think I think both of us are kind of interested to to hear the other person's thoughts on this guy because I think we both feel the same way. 
the talent is there. Yes. I, I, I'm going to say neutral for me on his ADP here. I, I because you got it. He's an he's an RB two. Um, I think he's a good candidate for RB two. I'm not. I probably would, if I'm going to be completely honest. I probably am not taking him this early in the third round, but I would take him in the third round. That's kind of where I'm at. So it's not like, you know, um, Kittle for me is the only one so far where I'm like, I'm I'm gonna wait. Would, would you take Kittle Swift, Swift or Ceh? Those 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 are the two running backs. I would take Ceh before I took yeah. Swift. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'm with you on that. Um, here's what I see in Swift. And, and uh, you know, that, that we love uh, crisp route running. You, let's take a look at this touchdown again. They're going to show you the back angle. Watch his feet in this. And this is what makes him, uh, especially as a receiver, so dangerous. Linebackers cannot handle him. Look at his little stutter step and then back across. That that separation that he got was five yards. The linebacker didn't touch him until he was in the end zone. So uh, you, you kind of just see him down here on, on the, the peel away, getting so much yards after the catch as well. So I, I'm concerned, though. Without Matthew Stafford, with Jared Goff there, and yeah. with Dan Campbell biting knees, and Anthony Lynn yeah. calling plays, and talking about Jamal Williams, like if, if I draft Swift, I'm a hundred percent drafting Jamal Williams, and it's not a backup, uh, handcuff, anything like that. I just don't know what that offense is going to look like, and, and I, I I hope that Swift gets the main shell of the the, the work, but I just don't know. I don't trust Dan Campbell. He seems like an idiot. I mean, I could be yeah. wrong. I could be wrong, but dude wore a, a racing helmet and tried to talk uh, with it on and people can't hear you, you know, talk about, biting. you know what, this is, this, this is exactly why to me, it's, it's, we don't know what Dan Campbell is going to be as the head coach. We don't know how that offense is really going to look. It's a whole new regime. So here's the thing that I'll say about DeAndre Swift. I think he has RB one upside. Yeah. Um, me too. Me too. And I, I think we just, so he he's he's, he's worth draft capital because he could be a league winner type guy for you where you get him you know late in the third and then he ends up you know getting you 270 points because they're feeding him Zeke style right. and and Dan Campbell seems to me like the kind of guy who m might want to be that way like this is some type of old school you know Maybe well, he, he turns into a three-down back. No, he wants to run the football. They 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 uh, they signed Hill uh, from the New Orleans Saints last year, who was the second best run blocking tight end in football. So they they, they definitely want to move the football. They want to bite you and beat you and eat you and all that kind of shit. Um, but I don't know if their their defense was terrible last year, and they play against. Yeah, Aaron it's a horrible. Rodgers. They're gonna they're gonna be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah, and so, so that's the other thing you have to keep in mind when you're dealing with him. So yes, and so that's just I I think you'll have games where he does just blow up, and then I think you'll have games where uh, Dan Campbell and Anthony Lynn sabotage him, and so uh, that's the only thing I think if if you want to, uh, I'll just say I like him a little bit more in DFS. Uh, than I do, but as an RB two, I'm I'm comfortable with him. But I just know there's mm. gonna be variance. You're gonna have weeks where you get those 35 points, two touchdowns, you know, seven receptions, 100 yard, and then you're gonna get games where they just they they're like, you know what, uh, Jamalfa Williams, as Bo calls him, he's getting the upside today. And and Anthony Lynn had a feeling, you know, like he had a feeling last year when he would fade Austin Eckler, and instead he would run uh, anybody else, Kalen Balage, you know, uh, Joshua mm. Kelly. I, 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 uh, so, you know, uh, you know, all said and done, it's the people managing the teams and it's not the potential, unfortunately, that oftentimes dictates the fancy value. So, 
Uh, but but good transition over here because the next thing we're talking about is Keenan Allen, and uh, Keenan Allen's a beast, and I love He's Keenan a Allen. Beast. He's what just a think, beast. What do you think of Keenan Allen? Um, I think Keenan Allen is just completely safe, and yeah. again, um, you know, I don't I don't have strong thoughts on this where his ADP is. Um, you know. Cash and stacks are going to have a, 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 a much more refined version of our draft cheat sheet, and it's not going to look like ADP. But yeah. this is someone that, um, you know, every year he's just solid. You know, yeah. he had he had 992 receiving yards last year. He had 1199 the year before, 1196 the year before that. 1393 the year before that i mean he is 29 um so this is the last year for me where i'm going to um just say it's kind of he's just a no-brainer like yeah um i mean if he's if he's your wide receiver too you've, you've got a strong team i think you got a great team if he's your wide receiver yeah. too and yeah. You know, what I love about him is that he's getting a quarterback who is in his second year. And last year, he set the rookie, you know, passing record. So, um, and for touchdowns. And that's, that's, you know, that's what you right. want. You want right. that guy, you know, Mike Williams and him both have a, a huge potential this year. So, um, all right. Next guy, J.K. Dobbins. And we're, we're here on a loop on this one. This is just one of his plays that he did last year. J.K. Dobbins to me, uh, is a little overvalued by the fantasy community, given the fact they signed Gus Edwards and that Lamar Jackson's the best running back on that team. I understand six straight games with a touchdown is is impressive. It gets people thinking. Where where are you right now uh, with uh, with J.K. Dobbins? Is he overvalued? Is he right where he should are be? You, so you, are you thumbs down? You're thumbs down on this ADP? Yeah, I'm thumbs down. I say no to yeah. the I don't like it. Here, here's the thing, man. Um, I'm, I'm actually... Uh, thumbs up it's not a strong thumbs up but yeah. he was not the starter last year and he will be the starter this year and that is the most run heavy offense so yeah. i'm I, I i'm i'm thumbs up um uh it, everything you said is true but he he was not the starter and now he will be the starter and they 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 don't throw the ball they run the ball so um you know you saw what mark ingram was did in lamar's video game year i think jk dobbins could be very similar so yeah yeah no I, i'm not uh disagreeing with you i have a problem though uh with the amount of touches that he got last year and it was under 200 so if, if you're gonna tell me he's gonna get 275 touches or something then yeah okay okay i like that but I need I need more touches for for him for him to be able to um, I mean Swift I'm gonna go Swift over J.K. Dobbins uh, I'm also gonna probably go Chris Carson over him as well um, and so that's that's kind of where I'm at I'm looking for Scary Terry sorry for the production value I had a little uh, you know the, the videos did not work so um, w w our next guy Terry McLaurin local guy here we're we're we were the Washington football team uh, area. What are you thinking about him? He he has uh, rocketed up the the standings this year. Matt Harmon has him, you know, as one of the top receivers. A lot of people love him. Uh, wh where are you on Scary Terry? Um, 
the, uh, uh, don't pull it out, Deshaun Watson style. Put it in. I'm, I'm, yeah, two thumbs up. Um, I'm, I think the fantasy millionaires are on scary Terry McLaurin. I think, I think his ADP is is uh, a steal. I think he's going to have a. He's coming into his third year, and he had 87 catches last year and over 1,100 yards with no one as his quarterback. Those are my favorite kind of receivers. Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick is going to get that dude the rock. He 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 is the the type of receiver that he gets open. He he's a he's a he's a pristine route running wide receiver and he gets the ball when it's in the area he comes down with it and then he's extremely elusive uh after he has a football he's just tough everyone said this about him when he was drafted too he's he's incredibly intelligent and he's like he's this like this is who you want your son to grow up to be like this guy is just he is he's an awesome human being and um I'm I'm so high. Thumbs up here yeah. for the ADP. Yeah. No, I think this is a steal. And uh, mm-hmm. I love uh, Scary Terry as well. Ryan Fitzmagic, you know, the Fitzpatrick himself is here. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not a savior, but we we haven't had a quarterback. Uh, we, I'm all of a sudden saying, but the locals here in Washington have not had a quarterback uh, like him in a long time. I mean, we were Alex Smith, who can't throw the ball 30 yards, was our quarterback. Right. So it's it's just a whole it's so opposite, right? It's a gunslinger. It's somebody who uh, was one of the top DFS money makers at the quarterback position when he played uh, on DraftKings. I know this because I won money with him. So mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. he has so much potential. Uh, I love it, and I know Matt Harmon loves him too. And I love Matt Harmon. Shout out Matt Harmon. Uh, you know he had me on his show a couple weeks ago, uh, and uh, you know his. Reception perception data on Terry McLaurin is just ridiculous. This guy is one of the top route runners in the league, and uh, he's going to be on my team. He's on a lot of my teams. He's one of my best best ball targets I have this year. I love him, man, as my wide receiver too. If you if I can do something like uh, if he, if I get him uh, with paired up with two running backs or another elite wide receiver, and he's my wide receiver too, I'm okay with him as wide receiver one. If I'm wide receiver twoing him, oh my gosh, I just feel even better. You know, maybe getting Diggs and McLaurin. I'll take you guys to the cleaners with both those guys this year. So I, I love him so much. Don't be surprised if he's a lot closer to round two than he is to round three. Just for me, mm-hmm. you know, he might, he might be peeking and peeking. So, uh, you know, glad we're both kind of simpatico. Um, Bo says he's good. He's good. Here's the problem. Bo's a little That's bitter. Cause I'm, I'm using Dallas Cowboys footage. I love you, Bo. Don't worry, Bo. But that's our guy, Scary Scary Terry. Love him. Uh, after Scary Terry, where are we at here? I, I've been jumbled around here. Is Michael Thomas. Uh, what are you? How, where, where are you at with that ADP of the third round on someone who uh, doesn't have ligaments in their ankle? You know, I I don't I too don't have some ligaments in my ankle, and it is not good walking up and down the stairs. So I'm out. Let me tell you what I know about ligaments. They don't freaking heal. Where uh, you know until the until the aliens give us uh, the next upload of information. Currently, the medical community. I mean, they have stem cells. He needs to go get some stem cells. Like, yeah, it, it, ligaments don't heal. You need we're. They're 
maybe he'll get some stem cells. If he gets some stem cells, boom, I'm back in on Michael Thomas. But yeah, uh, hearing ligament issues, mm. uh, I I just know they they're, they're not they don't get better. Like they no. take a long like. You have to get scar tissue in there, which takes years. So maybe he'll get some fantastic treatment. Uh, seriously, he should get stem cell treatment. That's yeah. what he should do. I hope he does. I hope he gets yeah. it. And he, he's back as soon as he can be. Uh, let's move on, though, because we're both kind of fading him right now. Uh, mm -hmm. Alan, Alan Robinson, you've been seeing uh, the highlights behind me. Uh, fingertip diving catches, most of the time because Trubisky sucks. And he can't ball place where he should. That's not a good ball. You should not place that behind him. That ball is meant to be over the top of the defender. Uh, what do you think now this year? You know, he's got the red rifle. I I'm not sure how long he'll be around. I mean, I Fields would be the man to start, in my opinion. But uh, what do you think about him with Fields? He's had... Uh, kind of not so good quality quarterbacks. And so I know people are kind of down on rookies sometimes. Uh, I kind of threw some shade at Trey Lance uh, and Kevin pushed back saying, you know, he was a pro style offense. I want to give Kevin a little credit for that. But uh, Allen Robinson here, I mean, uh, should he be ranked where he is? Should he be higher? What do you think? Here, let, let, let's look at Allen Robinson. He, 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 he is a bigger thumbs up for me at his, at his ADP than Scary Terry McLaurin. Mm -hmm. I. Look, let, let's look at this guy, right? He had, in 2015, he had 1,400 yards, and Blake Bortles was his QB. Was he a okay? too? I mean, that was like... Was that was his second year. That was his second year, okay? 2019, with slinging Mitch Trubisky, he has over 1,100 yards, okay? 98 receptions. 98 receptions. Last year, he has 102 receptions and 1,250 yards. Justin Fields is going to be at least, at least as good as the combination of Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no, he, 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 he's, he's, he's been a premier quarterback his whole life. And I think the reason why he's going to have a great career is because he's going to, I think it's all psychological with with people as they enter the NFL and I honestly believe he's entering into a situation with one of the most underrated wide receivers in the National Football League and yeah. he is going to become a great quarterback because he's going to get to throw that guy the ball and that guy's going to catch it. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm with I am all about Allen Robinson in 2021. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Bears, his teammate, David Montgomery, came out of nowhere last year. Injury to treat Cohen. They didn't have anybody else on the squad who could run the football. Uh, he finished as the RB4 in PPR leagues, kind of out of nowhere. He, he's been adjusted down. You know, he's now in the middle of back end of the third round. What do you think about David plotting Montgomery here? I, I, I like him as a football player. Thumbs down for me on the yeah. ADP. Yeah, ADP. Just, is just, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm out it's on the too team. expensive. I mean, whatever happened to Tariq Cohen? Like, he's gonna he be around. Hurt. He got hurt. Yeah, yeah he got right. So. And and, and uh, David Montgomery didn't have anybody else to share the offense with. Like, Tariq Cohen's is the, he's a nice little back. He's gonna he's gonna get featured. He's gonna siphon away some of that role. He's not a he's not a third round guy for me. Yeah. Uh, I got to say, uh, welcome, Mr. Troy King, one of my favorite people in, in the fantasy industry. Uh, all love to him. That guy just brings a smile to my face every day as I watch him get more and more uh, swole and in shape, and I grow fatter and older. So uh, shout out, Troy. Uh, 
I love that guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to fade Montgomery here. You know, I think that Justin Fields and uh, Allen Robinson is the special connection you want to have on this team. That's just that's just kind of my opinion. Uh, and, uh, and we'll leave it at that. And next up, who's, who's our next friend here? Oh, league winner Josh Allen last year. Oh, I love me some Josh Allen. What do you think about our boy Josh Allen this year? Um, he's he he's probably my number one quarterback for fantasy. So, um, again, these are all bad uh, lights of him, by the way. <laughs> what's that? These are all low lights of his, by the way. So, oh, really? Yeah. Um. So, uh, to me, this is this is a strategy play. You know, um, do you want to take a quarterback in the third round? Um, right. He's the quarterback to take, um, you know, him or Mahomes. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I'm fine with the ADP. I'm fine yeah. with it. This is this is showing all of the would-be interceptions that he threw last year that did not get picked. So, mm. I mean, that's the thing about quarterbacks. You know, uh, look at that. I mean, you know, close, close. Mm -hmm. All these are close to being intercepted. People are mm -hmm. dropping interceptions like that you know mm -hmm. so i don't know how many interceptions are on this montage that people drop uh of mm -hmm. so that's a game changer that's a possession stealer that that you know flips the script so i do think there is some some regression due our, our guy josh allen's way and so i'm not comfortable taking him in the third round i think that you know we, we we've uh we've all had uh the the jj reason thought come into our mind about am i going to go early round or, or late round as jj kind of has been pushing and in the last couple of years it's not even about getting like the latest round possible it's about finding somebody who's valuable uh not early on though like last year josh allen was a great late round quarterback meaning you know mm -hmm. from the eighth round on you could get him pretty easily uh and he wasn't somebody like russell wilson who you had to get in the sixth and so uh now though in the third it's different you're paying the, the premium the top dollar for him i'm just not comfortable paying it. I'm gonna get somebody else. I'll get Justin Herbert in the sixth round. Uh, I know he doesn't have the same rushing upside, uh, but he had over 30 touchdowns last year. So uh, you know, it it, it does kind of matter where you get these guys. And Josh Allen in the sixth or seventh, yeah, I love it. It's awesome. I can do that in some best ball leagues, but eh, not in the 12 man PPR league. So he's a fade at his ADP uh, for me. Uh, oh, speaking of fades, <laughs> we'll keep the fade train going. Uh, next up, our, our guy Miles Sanders. Uh, what do you think about the beleaguered Miles Sanders? I'm not, I don't know if I'm as fading as hard as you. I'm going to say slight fade, um, you know, thumb down at about this angle. I, I, I'll, I'll definitely roll the dice on him. Um, he, uh, you know, he didn't have a complete season last year and he still had 867 rushing yards. So um, started 11 games. Uh, I mean, that's, you know, it, sh it shows he's, he's, he is capable of being elite. It's interesting. Like everyone last year, he was, you know, first round, even, you know, end of the first round in the 12 man league, beginning of the second round, um, slight fade for me here, yeah. but I'm not, I don't, I don't think, um, uh, I don't, I don't think he's, he's, uh, you know, it's uh, where he's at. It's, it's around where he should go. It's, I'm just, I'd say slight fade for me. Yeah. I'm just not going to have uh, any of him, which is fine for me. I will have mm -hmm. some of the next guy though. And, and that is uh, Chris Carson uh, over there at the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, 
I like Chris Carson, particularly because of the PPR upside. He he though has the injury concerns. You know that that's the thing that you've uh, you've talked about a little bit too. He has injury concerns. He he's not had the full seasons the last couple of seasons. You know with a hip injury and knee injuries too. Uh, I, I love him. He's a bruiser. He's a, a guy who goes hard. His running style though, he takes a lot of hits. He does not go down right away he gets his legs hit he gets his knees hit he always looks like he's gonna get hit so uh, i do like chris carson i don't think in my in our bffs he's a guy i'm gonna target necessarily with swift and i mean just so many great wide receivers in round three i, I mean wide receivers for me are where i'm probably gonna go uh but i do like chris carson if he's hanging around uh where are you at on chrissy boy here Dude, I'm a big fade on Chris Carson. So we're stacks and cash are gonna have to meet in in the middle when we we figure it out. I'm, uh, I, I think he's old now. I think he I think he turns 27, probably like game two or something like that. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, he he, I, I think. The Seahawks are going to run the ball. Um, I'm I'm just interested to see how Rashad Penny fits into that offense as well. So, um, you know, he he was the first round draft pick. lost lost his position to Chris Carson, but didn't really lose it. I mean, he we don't know what last year would have been. Rashad Penny was injured all last year, so right. It's going to be to me. I think I just think the the draft capital is way too high here for me. That's where I'm at. I'm 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 interested to see. I I think, you know, I I think he's going to have big games because I do think they just love playing their weird football, and that'll feature Chris Carson. But he is uh he's now becoming an old running back in the NFL. You know, 27 yeah. is old. It is. And, and uh, you know, I, I, you guys are convincing me here. You and both tag team in here with your penny is old girly. That's even more discouraging to hear that. Um, but that's it. That's the, that's the kind of the end of the third round. Uh, I, I'm By the way, I get Chris Carson in the fourth. I will not be drafting him at, in the third round. Uh, I'm going wider. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I've, I've got him in best ball when I can get him in the in the fourth as my RB2 later on, not as my RB1 or, you know, anything like that. So, all right. So let's let's jump in. We, we, we uh, you know, um, we, we've talked a lot today about the the different, uh, I guess, uh, wide receiver, running back, you know, quarterback, what we like. Let me just ask you a kind of a, a closing thought right now. As you're thinking about your draft strategy, are you leaning any certain direction? Are you leaning RB heavy? Are you leaning zero RB? Are you well? Where where is stacks uh, right now and cash? How are we? You know, uh, I play chess, bro. You know what I'm saying? I play chess. It's all about what other players are doing. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't go in. No strategy. Yeah, I don't. I, I I play. I play the board. You know what I'm saying? I play my opponents. So. It's it's what other people are doing that defines my strategy. When I see certain players available that I know I've got to get because they're not going to be around, I'm going to get them. Yeah. And uh, the you know the the goal is you gotta you gotta have strong players at every position. So you know you're always going to have a weakness as the draft goes on because you've been gaining strengths in whatever quadrant rb wide receiver tight end 
and so you have to you have to make it up and and then that's where you know that's how you win you got to catch those undervalued guys you know in those yeah. late rounds so now i'm with you i hear you um so by the way we're about to transition to three tweets before we do that though i do have to tell you a few different things that you know we're, we're, we're brought to you by or sponsored by uh one is run the sims i love run the sims uh run the sims is an amazing uh just it's an all-encompassing gambling fantasy football dfs website uh i'm gonna pull it up right here real quick uh my man justin freeman has put it together i love justin and i'm excited to work with them this year at run the sims run the sims uh right now you can go and oh it went to me oh look at that you, oh, it's, on my, it's in my hand with that you go to run the sims uh and it's free until august 1st before they're gonna put a paywall up you can play with everything you can look and see all the amazing tools that they have uh i love it this year i'm gonna be using it i'm gonna be touting it nimble w numbers is gonna be powered by run the sims so i'm really excited by that uh go check it out uh, it, it's something that you are going to find value in, even if it's just for the time you can look at it while it's free. Uh, it's definitely something they got DFS, they have optimizers, percentile projections for DFS, you know, multipliers, all those kinds of things. Projection builder. Like I showed you guys last week, you can build your own projections. I mean, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? You can get in here and build projections for all the teams and you can really look at what you think each of these players are going to do and you can apply it to your fantasy draft. So these are just some cool things. And then, of course, some gambling. I love gambling. So uh, do check out Run the Sims. They are awesome. Uh, and then go over to hotboxbatch.co, uh, uh, bigtimeflavorco.co, uh, bigtimeco.flavor. I think all those different places. Go to all a bunch of places uh, to go get your hotbox from Bose. Let me see if I can put in some, some Bose Big Time Flavor Co. Big Time There we go. Big time flavor, Co. Go check them out. Uh, I love all of their products. They're all delicious. Uh, Bo is, every week he's rolling out some new product that he has. So uh, there's always a signature hot box, gourmet hot sauce. That's my favorite. Uh, the Smoke Shack barbecue rub is delicious. It's taco season. It's clucking hot. And then get the big time flavor bundle for 45. I love that. Do check that out. Uh, and then go to uh, go to Underdog right now, too. If you're not messing Let me say something Underdog. real quick about Underdog, because I'm yeah. trying to fill a draft. Ralph Macho just retweeted. I have one person in this draft. It's me. I need I need eleven more players. I just tweeted out at the Ralph Macho. Get in this best ball draft with me and let's do it. Let's chop it up. Little five dollar joint. Oh, I love that. Here it is. Right Blow there. it up. Blow that up. Let's there go. Get in there. Uh, Get in that mug. Yeah, and and when you go, if you have not signed up for Underdog, please use code Nimble. We appreciate that. That helps us pay the bills. And honestly, I'm splitting it with these yahoos, Mike and Bo. So as much as I get, I got to give to them. So please help us all out. We could, we would all appreciate your benevolence. And when you sign up, tag us. Say, yo, I'm in the draft. Come in with me. Mike, right. Bo, myself, we want to draft with you. Like that's This is the thing about underdog. It's not a million bucks. You're not spending $10,000 unless you're like, you know, I don't know, somebody who's got some issues, you know. But you, you're, you're playing five bucks here, three bucks there with your friends every day. It's a way to socialize. It's a way to be together. I think it's just a great community builder. Uh, and then you get to hang out with people like Bo. You get to hang out with people like Brad. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it is what it is. And Bo says he's going to take your money. So, you know, you got you to come after him. You know, you got to come after Bo. Because that guy, he he needs coming after. And and I'm going to come after him real quick. As a matter of fact, uh, I, I did come after him today. Oh, I, I, I left my page to come after him. 
Uh, my man Bowman, big time. I love him so much. Um, but he's wild, man. He's a wild guy. And he decided to take a victory lap. I mentioned that earlier uh, last week and talk about how he was right about Aaron Rodgers' retirement. And I was wrong. And he kind of rubbed it in my face in the show. So, you know, because I love Bo so much, uh, I, I tagged our video and you can go over and see it. I'm not going to run it because, okay, there we are. Yeah, kind of like, you know, uh, but that's Bo. And, and in this video, Bo likes to share, you know, how right he was and how wrong I was, <laughs> which is fine. You should watch that because it's really funny now because he's not right, uh, which is hilarious. But then also you should go to uh, Big Time uh, for me. It goes, go, go over, talk, tell Big Time what you think. I have a change.org petition. Uh, and you can go <laughs> and you can sign up. Uh, my I've got eight people signed up so far. I'm looking for a hundred. It says fantasy football come up and for Bo. And then here's what it says. It says Bo took an Aaron Rodgers retirement victory lap last week on our fantasy football show chalk block. He did it purposefully to rub it in his co-host's face, who was heavily laden with best ball leagues and Scott Fishbowl shares of Aaron Rodgers. And on top of that, it brought great glee to his soul to let everyone know that unlike stupid Scott, who drafted him everywhere, he had no shares because he himself was being so much wiser and had seen the future in his magic crystal ball. Don't. Didn't I said, does it don't it just beat all? It turns out that Aaron Rodgers ended up not retiring even after Bo's victory lap, which now is just out there pissing in the wind, needing to be reconciled with reality. And yeah, I did realize I spelled there wrong. It's fine. Sign this petition to make Bo acknowledge publicly that his ill fated victory lap must be atoned for this fantasy football season and the punishment to be determined by you, the fantasy footballer. I said, please leave your punishment ideas in the comment section below. I said, Bo needs to be brought to justice. So please go sign this. Let Bo know. Uh, and this is my entry into three tweets as well. So let that be my first tweet of the night. Okay. What about oh, your that's your first tweet. Okay. That's okay. my, that is my, uh, in your face, have a taste to Bo McBig time, who I love. He's like my best friend on, you know, mm -hmm. I do. Okay. So, well, you were talking about, uh, underdog and, um, uh, by the way, yeah, the the fast drafts they take thirty minutes. So get just just get in there, get in there. do your thing. They take they take two seconds. It's so fun. Um, yeah, you were saying yeah, you don't you know you don't you don't have to have a million dollars and and all that's true. But this was from our boy Alex Baker at Awesomeo. He is the guru of DFS, and this was after Jeff Bezos blasted off the Earth in his dick rocket. <laughs> um this this said imagine being rich enough to max enter every dff dfs gpp and cash game and instead wasting time building a spaceship he dude he he is the elon musk of this world alex baker that i just yeah. think it's so funny that yeah. if he had a million dollars he would try and play every if he had no he has a million dollars if he had a billion dollars it would be so that he could play in every single tournament in the world i love, I love alex it. baker i mean yeah. what a guy he loves dfs so much that when he sees some guy going to space he thinks what the is wrong yeah what's that? wrong with you right <laughs> 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 he is a d-gen and it's a, oh, awesome i it's love awesome. it yeah, yeah what a what a d-gen 
You know what I mean? Just so, so perfect. Well, I'm going to say, I think you won three tweets just because it's a little bit more epic than what I did. But at the same time, go sign that petition because Bo needs to know. So, uh, well, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting to win. So I'm going to, I'm going to send you, uh, you know, this isn't, this isn't a great victory lap tweet, but it's something I think people should know. So I just sent it to you. Um, check, check your tweeters. Uh, should okay. be right below. Okay, so this is from Uberfax. Uberfax, good follow. You find all sorts of interesting things. So this is something <laughs> that you should know. This is a true fact. This is a true fact tweeted true out by fact. Uberfax. Okay? okay, according to Uberfax, it's they have lots of other true facts. I don't know why this they would be lying about this. So it says Liam Neeson used to be a school teacher. He was fired after punching a 15 year old student who pulled a knife on him. This, this is how his acting <laughs> career began. <laughs> I have a very particular set of skills. This is so yeah. funny. Like, this is yeah. wild. That is wild, right? Punching him. I mean, what are you going to no. do? Put a knife on you. What are you supposed to do? Let, let him stab no, you? No, he's the good guy, right? It's just... Right. it's what like he's, he's, He is actually Liam Neeson in real life. He's also Liam Neeson. <laughs> Oh man, I would have loved to seen that, and then just like after, like been in the class to see that as one of the students, and then you know a couple years later taking like a date to the movies and being like, "That's my teacher." Yeah, I know that guy killing everybody in in East Eastern Russia. That's my teacher. Mm-hmm. He beat up mm-hmm. Greg one time. Remember that, Greg? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you pulled a kni- no. He he pulled a knife. Greg pulled a knife. So. Mm-hmm. That is uh, is a uh, is hilarious, and I always do. I like to give these little retweets, you know, and a little little love here. Uh, no, it's perfect, man. I think it was a great show, except for YouTube pulling us because we kept doing highlights. Uh, I didn't think it would matter because you know we were not showing uh, any m- music, and then also all of these are on Twitter, and so YouTube, you guys suck. No offense to you guys, um, not trying to do anything that is not legal, and Twitter. You've always let us show our Twitter stuff. You've never had any problems unless it was a copyrighted music song or another YouTube video. These are not YouTube videos, Twitter. I don't know what your problem is, but we'll get to the bottom of it. And don't worry, Mike. At the end of the day, the Fancy Millionaires, uh, if the count dies, I still got Nimble W numbers. And it's got twice as many followers at YouTube. So our YouTube is not done. Not done. We're coming back for you, YouTube. So, uh, but a great show. I loved it. Next week, we'll be back. I think we're going to do rounds four and five, uh, and we'll be tucking in. We're going to be getting some more details next week too about the launch of our uh, our little uh, you know little rankings this year. You know, a couple dollars, a couple cents here and there. We're going to put a little, a little paywall together. Uh, the good news is, I think we mentioned this last year, we're going to be doing weekly clubhouses. We're going to invite people in. So if you pay three bucks, four bucks, whatever, it doesn't mean like goodbye. You're done for the year. It means we'll talk to you all year. Come to the clubhouse. We'll invite mm-hmm. you in. Let you guys know uh, Discord stuff in the works too. So we're going to be trying to make it so that if you're going to be purchasing anything from us, we're tucking in with you in a relationship all year. You know what I'm saying? It's not just wham, bam, trying to get some money and then, you know, pulling out. We're sticking in. We're going in. So no Deshaun Watson pulling out. No, uh-uh, we are not Deshaun Watson. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, appreciate everybody sticking with us tonight and love you guys all. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, do check uh, me out and Bo out. We have Cooter Doodle coming on the show. Chalk blocked this Friday. I know you'd be jealous. I saved it for the end because Cooter's the best. Uh, I did no monster her today. I ate my milk, then my cereal. I put it in first milk, then cereal. Then, though, I had to do Scotty Too Hotty. Dropped in a huge old piece of ice because that's what I do. So uh, we're really excited to have Cooter Doodle on. Uh, appointment viewing, 11 p.m. on Friday night. 
be there. Me, Bo, Jordan, Vanek, the crew over at Chalk Block. Uh, anything else we get to pump before we get out of here, brother? Nope, that's it, man. Peace and love. Peace and love. Yeah, and we appreciate everybody. Uh, and thank you to everybody for being who you are. Brad, Bo, everybody in the comments. Kevin, uh, Troy King jumping in. Appreciate you guys all. Uh, and uh, we'll also next week have some details about the fantasy football league that the millionaires are putting together. Uh, we're hoping to have that filled in the next couple weeks. So until we meet again, everybody, this is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio 